Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 462, recording live on Thursday, June 30th, day before Canada Day. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. I'm Kelly. I'm Adriel. And I'm Kyle. Hello. 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 By the way, I broke my headphones. I have to fix them. Crazy glue. So if they all, all of a sudden an ear falls off, that'd be... Because your ear doesn't fall off, it should be okay. But... Gorilla glue tape. I got some around there. Someplace. Just red, red, green it right up. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll get into Anyways. what we did with guns. Oh, Kelly? No. What we did You're with the guns. Lead host. You buy... <laughs> <laughs> okay. One more time from the top. What we did with guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearm retailer. And this week they have uh, Rossi levers or levers, oh, if you prefer that. Uh, Rossi that style levers of, or levers, uh, okay. Of language, I prefer yeah. a lever over a lever. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. There is a difference. Yeah, I'm glad that you you recognize that. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're around like the 500 bucks for like the Jeep 22 ones, and then all the way up to 1200 for the Rossi R92s. All right. Um, I'm going to start off with myself. I don't have much, but uh, I went to, it was like a special match at CTM, the Montreal range. Uh, normally their season would have been done by now, but they were doing a, a charity match uh, for one of the regular shooters who um, was dealing with some health issues. So they were, they're raising money for an organization uh, that provides support. And uh, so the match was interesting. It was only four stages, but uh, it was warm in the, in the ranges themselves because obviously with the circulation, they're not really running an AC. And uh, so, yeah, it was definitely hot in there and even during the teardown. But it went uh, it went well. Went I was well. happy with – sorry? It went well? Yeah, it went well, and I was happy with how I did. And, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, so – um then i made some ammo for the ontario provincials or this well they've already started mm-hmm. uh and i'm shooting on saturday it's going to be 14 stages in peterborough ontario uh well i wasn't able to finish making my small batch of ammo because i broke the ring ring indexer again so the plastic piece under the uh, under the shell plate um and yeah broke so it again i broke it again it's the second one i broke yeah, so I um i think oh. it's probably because i don't i don't lube the press enough so i i need to start doing that um maybe i'm putting too much force on it i don't know but i broke it again so i had to obviously stop because then the, the shell plate wasn't rotating anymore so it all of a sudden became a, a single stage press um 
so I had to pick up a little bit of extra uh, nine mil. I was going to ask, grain. were you able to get enough for the match? Well, yeah, I ended up I ended up buying two boxes of fifty just to top me up. Like I probably okay. could have got away with with how much I had, but then there's always the anxiety of like because it's two. I think it's two hundred forty four rounds, right? Plus, you know, mm -hmm. obviously extra shots and things like that. So I didn't want to like cut it so close, right? So yeah. then I, that's why I went and bought it. So I'm probably going to end up shooting all the ammo I made just, but then at least I have the, the hundred rounds as, as backup, mm -hmm. um, a little bit extra. Uh, so, back to your, uh, your press breakage there. Yes. Um, how many rounds have you reloaded since that part broke? Oh, uh, just ballpark. I'm trying to think. Uh, so if I do, um, let's say a match a weekend, 130 rounds, that, that is four. Carry the I two. Don't, I don't know. I would four or five thousand squared and square root or five thousand. That's not yeah. really a lot. That's no, not no, a I lot. I wouldn't even expect that you need to like lube anything. Do you lube your cases? Do you do any like? Do you give them a quick? Yeah, yeah. I always, I always, uh, yeah. I put that when uh, when I I do the dry the dry tumble with the media, and I always yeah. uh, put the stuff in, and I run it for a while to get it like you know good and ready. Um, so I don't. I do you think yeah, it's just. Too, you think it's just bad for it? Because I've because I read that the the uh, ring ring indexers do break on them, so but I guess it's break, I'm breaking them too often. So, um, well, yeah, I, in my opinion, you are. Like I got ten or twenty thousand rounds on mine, and I have changed it out just to freshen up. But I never broke. Okay, and how That's... often? How often do you lubricate it? Um, the whole press, what's that? like everything. Yeah, but oh, what's that? that? Okay, <laughs> really? You never, you never put any oil on. I any... am horrible for that part. Like, I'll take it apart and give it a quick clean and everything. But yeah, to actually put greasing the uh, cylinder and everything, like I just did it here. But yeah, no, I'm I'm bad for that. I I don't. I'll give the ram like a little bit of juice every once in a while. That's it. Really, Adriel? So you don't you don't lubricate it that often either? Nope. So what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I don't think it's anything. You're just you're Hulk. You're, you just got to be making sure you're really setting that and hammering it home. <laughs> I think I'm just too strong. I think maybe that's it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just a brute Hulk smash, right? And everything. I don't know. That's just wild to me because, like I said, I haven't had to replace mine since owning it. So that's... Okay. Should, my, should my veins be popping when I'm reloading and my forearms flaring? <laughs> yes. Is that normal? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You should okay. feel feel a pump after a while of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it, got it. So that must be it. Then. <laughs> um, so that's really, uh, yeah. I don't know my own strength, Crystal. You're right. <laughs> um, so that's really it for me. I'm looking forward to the Ontario Provincials, obviously on Saturday. Uh, and it's going to be challenging, obviously. And uh, that's it. I'll report back next Thursday. Uh, how about you, Kelly? Well, I did a little bit, a couple of things. Not really all that much. Okay, yeah, I did. Uh, so last weekend was a maple seat on Saturday at Smith Falls, which was fantastic because I got to sleep in my own bed. And it's nice. about, an hour, about an hour drive away. So that was lots of fun. 
Uh, we have some stuff that's being planned for She Shoots. Episode seven's coming out, just to let everybody know. And Mandolin Mayhew is going to be on. She's from Just Hunts. It's going to be July 12th, so save the date. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are we Standard Time right now? Yeah, we're Standard. Anyways, uh, the other thing that happened on Saturday was apparently I became the the AGM for the CCAPAR happened, and apparently I was voted in a director for Ontario. Yay! Woohoo! So, what does that entail? I don't know. Where yet? But we'll figure it out. Stay so tuned. Just, I'm just getting brought being brought up to speed on that. So, yeah, I'm going to be the Ontario director for two years uh, for the uh, CCAPAR. We'll see how that goes. And <laughs> the other thing is Kelly, the other Kelly, Kelly Kindigate is the other Ontario director. I don't know if they know what they got themselves into. <laughs> oh, the, they paired the <laughs> two of you? Wow. What did, that, what did that ballot even look like? like no, Kelly, Kelly squared. It, what they do is they offset it. So Kelly, uh, Kelly got in last year for two years. So I'm in for two years now, and then next mm. year her position will be up for election again. So did people just think that they well, were I voting guess, for Kelly again? I was gonna say that I just makes know. it easy. Who's your director? Kelly. Which one? Doesn't well, that's matter. how just we Kelly. do. That's <laughs> how we do everything. All the events we go to and everything. We say, well, my name's Kelly. This is Kelly. We make things easy. If you need to ask for anybody who's female, just ask for Kelly, and one of us will appear. Uh, we do everything together, so might as well be Ontario <laughs> directors for the CCFR as well. And uh, yeah, anyways, so, um, but I did want to say thank you to everybody who voted for me uh, and also um, had their confidence in me. So I really, really appreciate it. And uh, to Greg Weiss, who is the other candidate, I know that he would have actually made a really good uh, director as well. So you, um, I thank you for your confidence in me. Uh, but you had, I know that there was a, it was a tough choice. Uh, a couple of people, a couple of friends who were mutual friends, both Greg and I are going, what do we do? Who do we vote for? I said, whoever you want to vote for. I said, you can't go wrong, really. Well, you could. But anyways, <laughs> I said, just vote for who you feel. Cause... Were there any any bribes going on? Any nope, envelopes of cash or something? she couldn't tell you. She couldn't nope. tell you. Come on, Mo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. However, I have a brand new car and brand new house. No, just kidding. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all your cousins are all of a sudden in construction and they're making yeah. all sorts of money. Yeah. Nice. Check out this yeah, new gun I got. Right? <laughs> no. Uh, one of the things that I recently got asked, our, our range is looking to put on an Ipsic RSO course. And so I asked. I got asked if I wanted to uh, take part in it, and I said absolutely. So I signed up for that. Good. Wednesday, Wednesday night ski. Yeah. Well, that was last night. I don't know what's going on with me, but I can't hit the broadside of a barn. I don't know what's going on. Oh. I just, it's just, it, it's horrible. I think with clays or pistol or rifle or. Well, I can't hit anything uh, with. I can't hit the clays themselves with my shotgun but i don't know anyways so i just did one round and i said that's it i knew when to call it and i came home and yeah but anyways it was still good to get out and still good to get out with friends and it was still good to get out and shoot things well technically it was the air because they didn't shoot any place <laughs> yeah, it's still fun though it's still i'm fun. sure there was a mosquito or something that lost its life to your shot very true yeah. One less mosquito in the world. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, hit, I, hit, I hit them occasionally, but anyways, my leads are totally off. I don't know what's going on. Anyways, 
Uh, the other thing that I did was tomorrow's July 1st and every year on July 1st, doesn't matter. And was, I always arrange a date with Kelly to go to the range. So we're going tomorrow after work. She has to work. I don't, but we're going to go and go and shoot things at the range. And we've invited some people to join us as well. So we're going to make it a bigger festivities on July 1st. We're going to go make some noise. Fireworks. Not really fireworks, but you still get the bang. Yeah, that's right. And right? there is fire. And there is fire. So that's Good. me. What about you, Kyle? Well, I drove to Slave Lake for their Bushwhackers sporting clay match this weekend. It was my first time at their range. And it is just, it's a nice range. They got a nice uh, course. It's, they're constantly growing for their sporting clays. They threw some nice targets. And overall, it was just a great weekend. Now, like you, Kelly, I kind of confused sporting clays with golf and figured I'd gotta be shooting for low score because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, I think we were both on the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Both, uh, yeah. Like, on Saturday, we shot uh, 240 rounds. So we got up in the morning, shot 120, had lunch, shot another 120. That first round, I just... It did not feel right or good or anything. It's like, what the heck is this thing in my hand kind of thing. Oh, wow. Afternoon got a little bit better, and I was lucky to be shooting with uh, some people from the club, and Scott, one of the organizers, or the head organizer for this match, and he's a master class shooter, so he was working around mindset and stuff with me and whatnot. And that afternoon actually ended up being the the best round I had shot, which was still not great, but at least started making some headway. Sunday, my score did it was right in the middle of what I did uh, Saturday morning and afternoon. But uh, you know, like they had some good targets. There were some dynamic targets, some far ones. I shot. I actually hit a few of the far ones that I was walked up to the stand. I have no business hitting these. Was able to figure them out and get on a few of them. So I was happy with that, but uh, we did a, Lyle and Candace and I, we sat down at the range there Monday night once we were all back in town and whatnot and did a little bit of a debrief and it actually brought up something interesting because with sporting clays, I've always taken it as your percentage gives you a good idea on how well you're doing or if you're improving or not, which after the debrief, I've kind of changed my mentality on that just based on observation from like Lyle when he was watching me shoot and I kind of wanted to get your guys opinion on this because Lyle was saying I was looking a lot smoother more comfortable on Sunday and much better behind the gun even though it didn't reflect in the scores so what were you guys you like if you're I know Kelly shoots clays if that, I'm more, but, uh, yeah if I'm comfortable then I'm gonna add and relaxed, I'm going to hit more. Okay, that's, but what if that, you're comfortable, relaxed, and you're not hitting them? That's what I was kind that of That could happen out. if, let's say, let's say you changed your form, you corrected your form before mm -hmm. you were more familiar with something, but you're breaking down your position or your grip or something like that to something that's technically better, but you need more time on it. You could look better behind the gun, but shoot a worse score. Yep, it's a true yeah. story. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, just started to adjust my thinking on that. I definitely got to get out and shoot sporting clays more. 
But, uh, you know, because if you had asked me Saturday, Sunday, it was worst match of my life and screw this. I'm what the, what's going on. But then uh, we did the debrief Sunday and with a little bit of time thinking back. So, OK, no, there was some progress to be made, even though it didn't reflect in the score. Mm. I'll give you a no. good example of it. So when I first started out, I was doing OK. And then I took some instruction from one of our um pros at the range and put into practice what he uh, was asking me to do my score plummeted so my number of hits uh, plummeted just because it wasn't comfortable for me and it was not what I was used to and yeah it didn't really work out well for me but it was proper technique so and then yeah. I went back and yeah my hits i was getting more and more hits after that as well it's just adriel's right hey, adriel i just confirmed everything that you said i said you were right you want to mark down the date and the time <laughs> no. no i'd have to mark it down too often <laughs> it's true. Oh. i do think okay. that he's right a lot so yeah oh it's just something i wanted to unpack a little bit because i know i it's it's interesting and like you said with uh different technique and whatnot and trying to adjust and try different things um other than that i'm well it's you said it's canada days so that means melon fest up here so we're getting ready to what do fest? Melon fest. oh you're gonna do melon fest you're gonna go yeah. blow up some pumpkins or not pumpkins melons watermelons yep every every canada day weekend so that's what's happening saturday so went and picked up some Undershot and yeah, getting ready for that. Are we gonna get video of that? I'll take some video. Yeah, of course. Excellent. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Watermelon is the perfect fruit to blow up because, in my mind, that's all it's good for. So, <laughs> oh, you don't like well? <laughs> I'm not a fan. No. <laughs> all right. Anyways, okay. that's it for me. So, uh, Adriel, how about you? As he. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Adriel will return once again. Yep. There he is. There he Hello. Is. I, I, I hammered on my mouse and I got the uh, the back button instead of the oh. me button. <laughs> it's your uh, segment now, Adriel. It's it is my segment now. Yeah. Tenda order came in, so that one was uh, it's a little bit delayed, but I understand that Tenda was probably a little bit busy. So there's a bunch of nine millimeter that I'd ordered with. Uh, my neighbor and a couple of like first-time handgun owners, uh, they wanted to uh, get some cheap 9 mil. Tend to had, uh, I want to give people an idea as to the price because um, I've been seeing some prices like fly around a bit. I think it was 320. Is that is that about right? 320 for a thousand rounds of 9 mil brass 124 grain. That does actually sound fairly close. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That's what it was. It was CCI. I think uh, the most recent pricing I saw was right around 320 for uh, um, no-name 9mm, like some weird Czech stuff that I hadn't heard of, but probably goes bang just fine. Uh, so that order came in, um, and the, my buddies that all got their uh, handguns um, also got their registers. So I might be going nice. to the weekend. I might be going to the range. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'd imagine, I'd imagine they're, uh, they're pretty pretty uh, well uh, well wanting to get out there with their handguns oh for sure um 
I've got a Grand Prairie maple seeds next weekend. Uh, so I'll have to pack up the battle van and get ready for my trip out on Friday for that. Is it um, next weekend? Yes. yes I got weekend. a double header too. So awesome. mine's in Mount Bridges. So yay. As I say, Adriel, if you want, I'll haul my big trailer down to the range for you to stay in if you want sleep in something more than a van. Oh, well, look at that. Uh, you got friends nice. in high places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look at that. yeah. <laughs> uh, I might take you up on that. Yeah. 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 You got okay. connections in Grand Prairie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me know because the little trailer is gone next weekend, but the big trailer is <clears> available. So, yeah, I'm pretty good in the van too, but uh, I will always take a nicer spot when I can. Uh, and then I've been, uh, so after the last three gun match, uh, my boy was like, ah, I'm, I'm done with 22. It's nine mil time. So I've, I got the Glock 48 and I'm like, all right, I got this Glock. He's like, ah, you know, I've been shooting that GSG 1911. I think I just want to stick with the 1911. So now he wants to shoot my nine millimeter 1911 with the red dot and all that kind of stuff. So, mm. I mean, I don't really care. I wasn't using it. So, uh, so I set up a belt for that for him. That's so awesome. I went with these, uh, these mag pouches, which are kind of interesting. They got like kind oh. of a slot open at the front there. So you Black can, Scorpion. as you're grabbing it, you, mm -hmm. you've got your uh, finger, finger, index index. finger right on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice. That's and they're good. like fully adjustable and whatnot and uh, from China and very cheap, um, <laughs> like me. Uh, and then I, I took the, uh, I think this is a just shoot holster from um, Bullseye. And I cut it for the uh, for the red dot, and now it's a like, perfect fit. It just it indexes off the plate, uh, the bottom of the plate on the on the red dot and the gun. So the gun just goes in and stops positively, and it locks in there really nicely. So I don't need a a retention holster to to be able to hold that in. Um, and then double AR mag pouch because he's going to be running the WSMCR because two two three. And 12 gauge for the front because pff, why shoot 20? So yeah. that leaves me with like, what am I going to do? I run the MCR and then like load mags in between? Nah, let's not do that. So I'm going to run my uh, Shadow 2 for my pistol and for at least for the next couple of matches, I'm going to run my uh, eh, M1 Garand mm -hmm. in the uh, M block, oh, M -block uh, pouches right there. Yeah, might as well, right? And then same shotgun. I guess who cares? So <laughs> yes, I'll I'll try the M1 Garand. See how that does. Uh, I like shooting it. It's uh, it's fun. It's not. I wouldn't say like the reloads are nearly as fast as the uh, uh, as the WSMCR. I don't really find the the shooting to be all that much slower. Like it's got a much heavier trigger and, and more recoil. But <laughs> whatever. That's gonna be fine. All that. Just gotta just gonna be fast on the reloads and uh, and not get them any stuck. So. Um, that is the weekend after the Grand Prairie one. Anyways, yeah, okay. should be good. That's probably all, all, all I've done. I might hit the range this weekend and go shoot some pistols and whatnot. Um, I still haven't gotten any word on that Marstar Narinko Olympia, but I wouldn't expect anything uh, for a while because there's like probably another twenty or thirty thousand pistols in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wait in line. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it for me. All right, good stuff. 
Uh, we'll get into upcoming events sponsored by TLS Alpha. TLS Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the farms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Learn more at tlsalpha.com. So we have a maple seed events available, which you can check out on mapleseedrifleman.com. Uh, open events are in uh, just op just open events in BC, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Spots open at Grand Prairie, Bonneville, and Bonneville. Yeah, it's good. And yep. then we have the Lone Buttes Hell or High Water Three Gun Championship is trying to get uh, to 50 shooters in order to be able to hold their match. So if you're anywhere near that area, definitely try register on uh, register by July 4th on practice score match date is July 30th and 31st. So definitely yeah. go and try to support that match so they can make it happen. Yeah. Um, it's a good match. Um, it's used to be called the redneck three gun. Not nah, a good match. And uh, last I looked, there was 27 shooters registered so so they're close then no they're, they're not close there. well they're 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 over halfway there yeah all right we were talking about this just before the show here um half that uh yeah just uh, just seems like um attendance is poor in in some areas mm -hmm. or or in, in some places around the country mm -hmm. right now right mm -hmm. yeah hmm. yeah especially those out of the way places the like chaz it chaz uh, Sherwood Park, they're they got over a million people to to draw from for yeah. that, so they're kind of in their own unique situation. I mean, we we even see it up here. Thankfully, Peace River's been keeping stuff going, but it's these out of the way things. Like even my shotgun match, the Lunatic Tactical Shotgun match, is really low on uh, registrations, but that could also go to advertising too. So it, it's it's a toss up where Edmonton doesn't need to advertise they post it and you got to rush in there to register other matches mm -hmm. really got to fight to get attendance at we like we talk about we talk about the cost of ammo that's been up for a while obviously the cost of fuel it just keeps going up but i think part of it too is that you know people didn't travel for a couple of years and maybe they're doing more stuff with their families and going places now and maybe not going as many matches could that be doing part of it no Sorry, I actually, you know what I think it is is discouragement be, from oh, our, I, I everything with OIC and everything else. It's discouragement and yeah, and their government yeah. and the gun laws and everything. Where every time you turn around, you got to look at oh, do I need to buy something else or can I even do this because what I have may be rewritten as prohib. I think that has a significant portion of the say in how many people are involved in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I, I think it's actually almost like the perfect storm, though. I think uh, everything that you've mentioned has a, it factors into it. Yeah, location, oh, sure. marketing, uh, what's currently going on with the firearms laws. Yes, and absolutely, one hundred percent. Gas, the price of it, mm -hmm. price of ammo, mm -hmm. and the fact is that people are finally able to go in. There's so much to choose from, and they're no longer. Yes forced to stay at home so now it's time to go and go on vacation now it's time to go and you know go and visit and and not so yeah i think you're absolutely yeah. right 
It's a perfect. Yeah, storm. which is which is sucks for our matches, right? And supporting them, but yeah, there's yeah. just so much, so many factors involved, right? Um, yeah. Maybe we'll we'll start seeing it get better the next few months, or next, maybe it's next year. Um, for Ladies' Days, Kelly, also known as the CCFR's Women's Division, is looking to support, sponsor ladies' events at your range. This is a range-driven initiative, but if you would like sponsorship and support, contact Kelly at slamfireradio at gmail.com or info at farmsrights.ca. Uh, we'll get into the news. Obviously, the big story was... Um, the, was it the Halifax Examiner that came out with the, the notes of, first. of the yeah. he was a RCMP superintendent, I believe. Superintendent Campbell, yes. Yeah, Superintendent Campbell that uh, that had some notes on his uh, interactions with Brenda Lucky, the commissioner, mm -hmm. and uh, how they were instructed to release information about the type of farms and some other stuff that they didn't they weren't prepared to at the time obviously with an ongoing investigation so it's a story that i thought would kind of get hushed and go away but people are talking about it so it's you know for our community it's a good thing that this obviously gets keeps getting out there mm -hmm. right because well, uh good so go ahead kelly sorry well it's just going to say that um i think that we already knew that already though everything that was going on with that. I think that the, well, the RCMP is federally uh, run anyways. Of course, if there is stuff that's going on, uh, something such as uh, um, what happened in Port-au-Pic and in Nova Scotia, yes, of course, the commissioner would have something to say about it and they would report into her and absolutely. Again, public safety minister would want to be briefed on it, but yes, and it they that's what they do. It's the RCMP. Um, yeah, I don't think people are really surprised about it. I think that it actually the mass casualty commission uh, that's being conducted right now. I think that it's not really what it's doing. It, by the way, this is my opinion, but that's it. Um, <laughs> I think the mass casualty commission is just basically surfacing everything they are they're putting things in a way that is actually um very surface oriented as opposed to delving into things and understanding what happened and i think that this is something that was brought forward the reason is because shit trickles down hell and if people at the bottom of the hill are getting shit on sorry but they're pushing back and saying listen it's not just us or it's not us the reality is the Nova Scotia RCMP, there was problems that, you know, people mm -hmm. keep coming out and saying that it was textbook. No, it wasn't. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. but Wouldn't do anything different. <laughs> right. So yeah, they're, yeah. Being, they're oh. being questioned and everything, but they're saying this is what, you know, trying to distract or trying to say, you know what, it's not just us. It's actually everything. It comes from the top down. Absolutely. 100%. And anybody who doesn't think that, well, I got land to sell to you too. That's you know right down the road. That's swamp. Anyways, that's just it. Me. Only came, it only came out because of this inquiry. Otherwise, that okay. would have just been notes in someone's yeah. notebook that he's so... like, "Oh boy, this is not right." I'm writing this in my yeah. notebook to cover my ass. And the only reason this came out is because the inquiry, yeah. Afterwards, oh well, let's see everyone's notes. Oh, what does this note say? Why? Oh, you were facing pressure on this. Oh, okay. 
We all knew it. It's it's just like a smoking gun, right? So the RCMP submitted two things to the uh, two uh, submissions to the Mass Casualty Commission. The first one didn't have the notes in it. The second one did. I've been listening to a couple of different podcasts and uh, reading a few different things and keeping abreast of it because it is interesting to me. That's where my hometown is, you know, and a couple of the people that were um, that were murdered during this are um, closely closely connected to my family and what we do. So I want to know what's going on. And I don't think the mass casualty commission is doing a service to the victims, their families or anything like that. And they don't really care about it. But the reality is those handwritten notes, they're there because people, let's be real. People are CYA. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They want to cover their ass and that's it. Anyways, I will be quiet now. Sorry. <laughs> but if you want to well, listen to it. We all have our own opinion on this for sure. Yeah. I think it's great they got out. But on the same token, once again, like Kelly said, my opinion, it's it's under a rug. It's not going to go anywhere. Well, the thing that's happened because of it is that there is on July 25th, I believe it is, yeah. the parliament has asked for emergency reconvening just to discuss that specifically. I don't think anything will happen because of that. But the reality is, I think that there's a lot of people that were involved in the RCMP, um, specifically that are getting promoted. There's people that are leaving their jobs. There's people that are that were part of what happened that weekend. The people that are boots on the ground that they're retired, they're just quitting because they're fed up and. Yeah. They're upset with how things are being being done and that as well. Everybody else is getting promoted. I know how things work. If you screw up enough, you get promoted. So that's what's happening. <laughs> Anyways. <I> believe it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I kind of took over that conversation. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Um. The next story was related to that, so we'll leave that one. But and then the <laughs> final final SEC SECU meeting concludes without handgun freeze regulation being implemented. So I guess the next time they're going to have an emergency meeting on July 25th for this story we were just talking about, the RCMP liberal scandal, and right. then the House resumes on September 19th. So I guess for now the handgun freeze. Is not into effect, but it has been second reading, so it'll go to yes. Kelly. Yeah. So. So you have it. the summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because when originally it was, there was always these. Well, there's there was all these wild stories. Oh, it's going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the next day. It's going to be on this date, and then these dates yeah. passed, and nothing happened. Lots of handguns got sold, right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but nothing actually happened, which is which is good. So what was um, happening in SECU was they were actually, um, for lack of better terms, filibustering during it so that it wouldn't be read for the and then, yeah. and then on the last day, two days, it got debated a little bit, and then yeah, so they weren't able to pass it. Good. Hmm? Good. May it never pass. I don't think they were going to pass it anyways. Like this this time around, um, I, I think for the handgun freeze, they could have done it at any time. They could have just yeah. said, "Oh, I see. I see. We're just not going to tr- process any more transfers. Tough luck." Would have been easier. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, we have no new uh, legal fund donations for the CCFR, but please, uh, no it's important updates, that you... Yeah. No new updates, sorry. Uh, looking for a way to help the CCFR fund the massive upcoming court battle. Now is more important than ever, true. Become a member, donate to the legal fund by sending an EMT to finance at farmsrights.ca. Um, new Gun Stuff, sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Splamfire Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches, and quite honestly, some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. Send it to your house by going to www.boltactioncoffee.com, and the discount code is Slamfire all uppercase. And for our New Gun Stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of things on here. Let me just share that one. Uh, the first one is SBI redesigned their Spectre Glock brake. So if you're looking for a Glock brake, something that works with half by 28 uh, thread protectors, they've got that. Um, it kind of looks like a happy little guy. Uh, he's got double mm -hmm. chins. I think that's 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 what they're <laughs> going for here, right? Yeah, uh, on the side fair. there. Yeah. Sideways uh, uh, T pose on there. And uh, yeah, anyways, they're 50 bucks, 59 bucks, 59 bucks. So if you're looking for a break for your Glock, that's out there. No possibility of a, well, I, I know one of the Glock break videos I saw that an empty case fell into the large port on yeah. front and then he fired that. it off and it yeah busted some stuff up. No possibility of that here. Uh, next one, um, I just thought this was a decent price. So Rangeview Sports had the ruger pc carbine uh for 7.99 did i put this in or did one of you guys put this in maybe i put I it in did not. that is a good price, a good price. yeah seven very good price off. Mm -hmm. i always thought these would be like um can we talk about this before it gets illegal like a home a good home defense gun uh, but uh, you know, it's a uh, Adriel. We're not allowed to defend our life. We're not supposed to defend. Not life. Uh, the, yeah. in. I don't know if it's in C twenty one. One of these bills says we can't even talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's considered for, marketing for it, and we'll get like slammed. But I think right it's now forboded. it's not in. Yeah. It's not in pro. It's not in process right now. Anyways, I thought this would be cool, cool for that because low recoil. Um, low noise, you're not going to blow out your eardrums and uh, 10 round mags, quick reload a lot of people talk about like a shotgun for home defense but like you got to shuck shells in the stupid thing and slow to shoot yeah. yada 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 they use one of these yeah. <laughs> uh, oh so yeah. I, um, yeah North Silva's bringing these in and Iron Guns has got some as well the CZ Bren 762 by 39 is in Canada, with Iron Guns it's 2500 US, I'm not sure what it is with North Silva but it's probably comparable um, I but these look like uh, AK mags. That's mm -hmm. tiny. That's a tiny little gun. Hey, I like it. That looks cool. If that does only cool, it had yeah. ten round mags, this would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah, or you know, standard capacity. <laughs> so, well, with big dreamer over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're in the wrong country, Kyle. Oh, I Anyways, knew that long ago. CZ Bryn <laughs> 60 by 39 looks cool. It, it, like yeah. that tiny little gun looks very cool. It does. Awesome. And, uh, that's all I got. And what are we seeing for handguns? It looks like the inventory. That's just some stores getting like trickles mm, of new stuff in, and I some know. are getting. Yeah, SR4C's yeah. got a crap ton in yeah, yesterday. There were some uh, high points that come in there. Oh yeah, there were high, high points that came in. 
to your okay. store, Kelly. Are you going to buy one? Hell no. Anyways. <laughs> I thought, actually, I seriously thought about it. A problem solver? <laughs> no. Yeah, 45 problem solver. No. 45 no. problems. <laughs> Anyways, I'm still waiting for my uh, Shadow 2 to be processed, but no, I am not going to be uh, buying one of those. Thank you. I, 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 I frown upon people. Never mind. I'll just shut up. Because if somebody wants one or needs one, go and buy one. But I'm not. They're reliable. To. I've heard. <laughs> the I've, wa I've watched some videos where they are surprisingly reliable. Oh, yeah. there you go. And durable. They're they're very there cheap in the US, though. I think I think we have like cheaper handguns here. Like because we have Norks, yeah. we have Turk guns. Like we have guns that are cheaper here than that gun. So like for 300 bucks, it doesn't make any sense. Because for 300 bucks, you could get a uh well actually now the prices are all completely changed <laughs> <laughs> never mind yeah. never all mind. i can say is i wouldn't want one of the high points from the military yeah uh, uh what about for collecting collecting oh, for collecting yeah, yeah. well yeah that's, a that would be high kinda... technology from the 40s still <laughs> yeah. was in was going to be used by our military <laughs> it was still being it still used. Is being used by our military <laughs> nice yeah. Yeah, until the uh, yes, never mind. I'll just be quiet. Nobody wants to hear my opinion. I'm starting. That. I'm starting to feel. I feel like I'm starting to sound like Trevor. NRS. <laughs> it's all right. That's all right. You know what? It, it is right. All right. Sometimes you need to be. Anyways. And now, who's excited about the main topic? Who? 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 Nobody. Do we have an owl in here? <laughs> What's that? Do we have yeah, an owl exactly. in here? <laughs> and for tonight's main topic, we have a special guest, the new Ontario director for the CCFR, Kelly. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Well, thank you. We're not really doing a main topic with me, are we? You know what? <laughs> I hope Mo and, and Kyle have some real weird questions for you, because oh, I, that's what I was um, hoping. My first question is, with all the million things that you do already, why did you want this job? Go ahead. Actually, that's a really good question, Mo. Thank you. <laughs> you sound surprised. <laughs> Why did I want this job? Uh, one of the reasons I wanted this job is because I feel like I can help be effective within the Ontario region for the CCFR and, and helping out. I do a lot already with CCFR, and I thought it was a good fit. Uh, there's other people that are part of the women's group as well that I would like to actually train and perhaps take over the women's portfolio and then I can continue on. I can. It's always good to take on new endeavors. It, I feel refreshed and I feel like a refocused and then sometimes uh it's great to have i have a really good support system within the a women's division too and they're taking on more of the women's division so i felt i could do it the other thing is somebody a couple of people have nominated me and i uh i actually did take some time and to think about it really hard and long and then finally i said okay i will do it and the only reason is well not the only reason the reason is because i feel like um i have a really good team behind me and the other thing is, too, I can always transition out of the women's role and somebody else can take over that if I feel like the Ontario director is taking up too much of my time or that's the wrong way to phrase that. If I need to devote more time to the Ontario director, not only that, I get to work with Kelly in another capacity. Yeah. And I'm, I, I do a lot for the CCFR anyways. I really am passionate about the organization i felt like it was a good fit for me that's it is that too much okay. 
No, it's great. <laughs> I just assumed you were allergic to free time and, and you had to find something else to do on top of all the other stuff that you do. Well, the other thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got asked for by the club. We got asked if uh, anybody wanted to help organize the 50th anniversary for the uh, Skeet and Trap Club. Guess who were, who raised their hand for that? <laughs> you did. Yeah, me and Kelly both are helping to organize that. So anyways, at some point, it's just, I think I am allergic to free time, aren't I? I think so, yeah. You have a problem. That's a good thing. Mm. I'm like yeah, a not necessarily I, bad. Like. Somebody accused me of FOMO. Do you guys know what FOMO is? No. Yeah, Adriel is shaking. You'd his like head. to know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Fear, fear of missing out. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, fear of missing out. I was, okay. I was playing. Yeah, no, I, I somebody has that, to. Yeah. Somebody who has to do everything and has a hard time saying no. Yeah, I have a hard time saying no, but I don't have. A, I'm FOMO is not it. I just. Yeah, I feel like uh, I like to I like to volunteer with organizations that I feel I are worth my time and effort. I am busy, oh. but I really, really enjoy the community, the firearms community. And I think it's worthwhile to fight for. So that's why I'm stuck. Absolutely. Up. And it's a great organization. So mm -hmm. um, and you mentioned during your uh, earlier segment that uh, regarding IPSC and getting it more into the different ranges so you're talking about ranges that aren't offering ipsic right now or did i mishear that no you mean earlier when i was talking about what i did in guns yes yes okay so with ipsic we're what's happening is my club frpc is organizing an rso course so i'm gonna go and volunteer become an rso for oh okay I th okay 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 i misunderstood that yeah I'm a terrible listener. Why not? I'm going <laughs> to shoot and I help set up and I start. So why not RSO as well? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, I like turtles. Oh, <laughs> you beat me to that question. Okay. Why am I out of questions now, uh, Adriel? <laughs> Kyle? Well, I was going to just ask some easy ones like uh, what's Kelly's stance on uh, politics, religion, and abortion? If we could uh, oh, just wow. get our stance okay. on that, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's really nice, burning simple, on everyone's basic. Mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Politics, I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I work for the federal government. All right. Um, what what a cop out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what a po politician answer. Why don't you just go work for, for the Trudeau liberals, Kelly? Come on. Yeah. Teflon Kelly. In my, in my position, I am here for all shooters in Ontario. So maybe that means that I'll support all, all parties as long as they, we're able to actually spread knowledge about firearms and Canadians deserve the right to have their firearms. But truthfully, I'm not allowed to have a political opinion. But I won't tell you. Who, I will tell you I voted, but I won't tell you who I voted for. Just saying. That's true. I am a card-carrying member of Pierre, though. It starts with a P. Anyways. <laughs> 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 it starts with a PP. Anything else? Religion? Uh, no. And abortion, whatever. It's I have opinions about that, but it is what it is. People should be able to have their own opinions. Anyways, next. Kyle. <laughs> Dodge those questions fairly well. It's very political yeah. of you. 
Very got slippery. a bright future. Right? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Here's one. You guys did the hair with uh, Mo and I, so who's got the better beard? Oh, I think that... Oh, wow. <laughs> Out of the, all, everybody? Okay, well, can... everyone except Currently? for you who has a beard on <laughs> just to get just give me at a certain time you of the shaved month. this morning didn't you <laughs> yeah uh i think actually y'all got really good beards nice grows oh, the hair wow. i think Papa. she is politician through <laughs> i think the beards though they actually interfere with you know, north of the border up there, but anyways, that's why I don't have a beard. It's because I got lots of hair. Yeah, good, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Most bitter now. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, do you prefer flat dark earth or olive drab green? Oh, olive drab always. I grew up in the military. Flat dark yeah. earth is nice, but all the drop reminds me of, you know, hand grenades and the smell of napalm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it reminds me of, yeah, living on a base where everything was painted green. Awesome. Okay, I got one. Carbine or carbine? Carbine. Ooh. Ooh. It's not a bean. It's not spelled B-E-A-N. <laughs> It's not carb. Canadian gal. Peen. It's pine. Yes, right. (laughs) Is it creek or crick? Crick. (laughs) That's just because it pisses people off. Okay. (laughs) I was gonna say it's also a rough too, isn't it? A rough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Anyways, do we have any serious questions? With your new newfound uh, unlimited power, um, Ooh. you think that this is newfound unlimited power? You're sorely mistaken. I'm purely messing around. Yeah, you're gonna, do, you're gonna do great, Kelly. Well, thank you. I think, so too. I think you will as well. I really yeah. appreciate We're everybody's all... faith in me. And quite honestly, I don't know where you find the time for all the roles you take on. Yeah. Well, I was kidding around, but yeah, you you do so much already, so. Good, good on you, for sure. Well, I appreciate the help everybody gives because, like, I don't know, I'm on here. You'd think that we prepare a lot for each show. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> prepare some. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everything, everything that I do is usually with other people. So everything's a team. A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. It's a, no. it's a great of community of people too, right? And uh, you make great friends, and it's it's fun to be with everybody. So, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think Crystal's correct. The way that uh, here I'll put it up for everybody to see. Oops. Why is it not clicking on I, me? I, I'll stop clicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how men get beards. The hair falls down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We know. We know. Migrates to the south. <laughs> yeah, so, that's it. Think, and what's for yeah. dinner tonight? Chicken. That's the fun. Yeah. Part. Oh, wow. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> going on on a limb there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, chicken, and a, chicken and a kettle of fish. Um, 
No, but seriously, congratulations, and you're going to do us proud, even though I'm not in Ontario, neither are the other two guys, but you're going to do us proud. And <laughs> and even if you don't, if you screw it all up, it doesn't matter. It's in Ontario. Yeah. Oh. Right? <laughs> I'll just yeah. to Alberta. Excellent point. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Adriel. Well, <laughs> that's a mess over there. <laughs> he doesn't care what happens in Ontario. <laughs> I think Ontario is the place that needs the most help. As well as Quebec. Mm -hmm. Alberta uh, doesn't yeah. need the help, really, quite honestly. And BC. BC needs help, too. Uh, yeah. In the metro area. In the metro yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Northern BC is, might, might as well be Alberta. It's mm -hmm. identical. Yeah. So, but uh, I'll try my best in Ontario. So. Okay, good. And if you need anything, if anybody's listening that needs anything uh, from the CCFR Ontario director, just reach out to Kelly. One of us will answer. Yeah. Say it's Kelly true. and someone will <laughs> Right? It's Kelly squared. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, well thank you for being we learned nice. That, we learned me. a lot about you. Some really important things. Uh, Troubling. <laughs> 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 Some important troubling things. Uh, yeah. We'll get into listener feedback. Listener feedback sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and more at www.dcgunsmith.ca. You can also follow him on Facebook and Instagram. It looks like we have an email tonight, so we'll go with Kai. Oh, Adriel? Adriel wants to read it? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, hey, guys. Hope all is well. Tim was an interesting guest last week, but his carry knowledge does seem to be based out of Texas law, which is actually more restrictive than many states, which <laughs> you wouldn't think so. But, what? Uh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> For example, here in Georgia, it's perfectly legal to carry in a bar or any other setting where alcohol is served. It's also not illegal to consume alcohol if you carry. The assumption is that if you're a grown adult and won't cause any problems with your gun after a couple of beers, then you would with your car. Uh, Georgia still has some restrictions on school carry, uh, but many states don't. I'd imagine like, what, like, not in the school backpacks or, uh, I don't know, I don't have any <laughs> off-color jokes to add in there. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in just a sec. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, in fact, several states have never restricted carry by school staff and visitors at all. The same is true for many state legislatures. Also, Georgia was the 25th state to pass constitutional carry, where anyone who isn't a prohibited person can carry without a permit. We're actually the 23rd state to enact it, though, since it hasn't taken effect yet in uh, Alabama and Ohio. Uh, on a different note, I was surprised that Kyle was looking at the 5.7 round. It's a neat cartridge, but it's hard to find for less than a buck a shot here in the U.S., Still, I love shooting it in my Ruger 5.7 and even more in my CMMG Banshee AR style pistol. Nice. Luckily, I was able to get some rounds pre-pandemic before the price went through the roof. I was also surprised that you could get the Glock 48 in Canada, but I guess the barrel just makes the cut. Uh, I built one out uh, last year to be my Glock 1911 with all the hmm. upgraded parts. Uh, the apex trigger for these is worth the price. And here in the U.S., the Shield Arms 15-round magazine makes it a decent carry gun as well. I call it a Glock 1911 because it's got a nice, nice crisp trigger. It's about the same in size and width as a Commander Model 1911. 
One gun I have to recommend to you is the SIG P320 X5 Legion. I'm not mm -hmm. a big fan of the P320 in general, but this pistol is right up there with CZ Shadows at a much lower cost. Mm -hmm. This is the pistol with the tungsten infused frame, and it's got a weird sensation feeling, the texture of the polymer, but the weight of metal. Uh, it's got a very nice trigger as well, which isn't something the P320s are known for. The thing that's impressed everyone who's tried it so far is how easy it is to shoot accurately. It's strange because you could argue that there's nothing special about it compared to other entry-level race guns, but that's been the consensus for everyone who's shot it so far. Finally, Tandem Cross also sells a lot of cool 1022 parts. I used a bunch on my Gucci 1022 build, including their bolt and their left side charging handle with integrated scope rail. I'm not sure if they export, but worth looking into. That's it for now, and thanks for the great show, Spencer in Smyrna. Spencer! Good letter. It's nice better. to hear from him. Okay, so I was looking at the Sig P320 uh, um, X5 Legion. Wow, find one. Yeah. Find an X5 Legion right now. Uh, yeah, so they're yeah. $1,400 uh, MSRP here in Canada. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's exactly it. Find one. Yeah. You won't be able to. But yeah. then again, but shadows. Shadows are like hen's teeth as well, mm -hmm. too, right? So but He does have a point. The, those 320 X5s, it, they have a very nice grip. The trigger is mm -hmm. awesome. Like they, they are a very... Nice pistol. Yep. And the, like I well, uh Taylor competes with one and he does yep. just fine with it. Doesn't seem to be holding them back at all. Oh yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh and I think we have yeah, a... the Apex Apex trigger for the Glock 48. Hey, oh, I'm gonna take a look at that because mm. it's um mm -hmm. might as well put some nice stuff yeah. on it, right? Yeah. Uh as for the uh, as for the five seven, I think about because might be my last chance. That was an interesting round. And yeah, I did check out ammo after I bought it and, or ordered it. And yeah, it will be something that's shot once in a blue moon. <laughs> yeah. And we, I, uh, I think um, like Tandem Cross is good. I don't see a lot of it around Canada, but they, they are here. Um, Tandem Cross makes a bunch, I think they might make a bunch of stuff for the GSG as well, the 1911 22. They make mm. some of the fancier, like a guide rod and the barrel bushing and that kind of a thing. But uh, yeah, they do make some 1022 parts as well. Yep, nice. they do. Okay. I think I think that um, uh, Spencer is a really cool guy. Just have to say. Sounds like it. Yep. yep. And he is probably one of the best firearms collection ever. Cool. I would hope to see it at some point. Anyways, okay. And, and Georgia sounds like a magical place. That I should it is yeah. any any yeah. of those southern states really but <laughs> yeah yeah <sighs> okay we have a instagram message from zach uh what do you recommend we do beside donating to the ccfr and writing to our mps to oppose bill c21 good question take people to the range yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's the big answer to to a lot normalized of normalized sport right? shooting yeah. Yep. Normalize it. Post pictures. Talk to your friends, family. Take a new person. Try a new person once a month at least. Take them to the range. That's a good goal. Yep. Yep. If everybody yeah, the, more people, the more people that aren't shocked by shooting, like that think it's oh yeah, so just a sport, something fun mm -hmm. to do. And yeah. yeah. The other thing is also volunteer. Volunteer at your range. Volunteer to do those events, like whether it's a IPSC match or you know a Ladies' Day or 
and volunteer to host it too, by the way, or organize it because nobody volunteers and they're not going to happen. And then those things, you know, those are some of the biggest things that can help with our sport. So, yep. Exposure. Isn't it location, location, location? But this is exposure, exposure, exposure. Mm -hmm. What are we exposing? Ourselves. As cheaters. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I don't think that's going to help our cause if I'm out there exposing myself. Depends on the audience. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There's an yeah. audience for everybody. There is. Yeah. There's an audience yeah. for Italian men who are bald and bearded. There you go. All right. Oh, right so I'm okay. going to sure shut up. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to email the show, please do so. We'd love to get your emails, and you can do so at slamfireradio at gmail.com. We don't have any new Patreon supporters, but if you'd like to support the show, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, You can do so at uh, patreon.com forward slash slamfireradio. And, uh, oh, we're already at the shout-outs portion of the show. Mm -hmm. It's got Mm -hmm. a shout-out. I do. Kyle. Kyle. So I'd like to shout out Scott and Shelly Iverson and the rest of the crew, uh, Gordon Angie, and I'm going to screw up because I don't remember everyone else's name, but everyone else who helped set up, take down, put on that Slave Lake match and for being so welcoming and putting on a great event, not just shoot, but event. Perfect. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, everybody who helped out at the Smith Falls um, Maple Seed event, all the stuff there, but particularly I want to give a shout out to Mike Moore, who was our point of contact and helped us as well and helped us get there in there a little early. Uh, the other thing I want to do is I've already said it, but thank you to everybody who uh, supported the CCFR, attended the AGM, and also voted for me as well. And as I said, well, I hope that I will be a good director for you. So that's it for me. You will. You will. Adriel? Nothing for me this week. Nothing for you. Uh, and for me, everyone that came out to the Montreal match uh, that supported a good cause. And I did mention in my earlier segment that $3,000 was raised uh, from, the, uh, from the match fees and uh, selling some T-shirts and some other stuff. So it was really good. And that uh, was a great time for everybody. Um, that's it. Cool. And uh, check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. We have thousands and thousands of likes. Uh, give <laughs> us a review on Facebook. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds, uh, of thousands? hundreds, hundreds uh, and thousands. Hundreds and thousands. Yeah. Hundreds and thousands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Space out the yeah. zeros and you're fine. And dozens. <laughs> Multiple dozens. dozens yeah. yeah. Uh, give us okay. a review on Facebook. Join the CCFR. Very, very important. And see you next week. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to join us next week. We're going to have John Evers on. He's going to talk about back badges. Yay. Black badges. Nice. You know, those things that are other than just black badges where you get to shoot. Right? Hipsick. Hipsick. The sport of kings. Forget about horse racing. What about queens? I'm not kings and queens. I apologize. Thank you, Mo. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something.
Get a gun.